Welcome to the Attention Collection Podcast, a show about the art of paying attention, about expanding awareness, and sharing what we found with anyone willing to listen. I'm Anthony Garcia. I was on a plane the other day, and just as we reached our cruising altitude, someone on the other side of the aisle, a few rows up, opened the window shade. Now, there are entire websites dedicated to window shade etiquette. Who gets to open the window shade? When can it be opened? When should it remain closed? Does someone have to get permission from the rest of the aisle first? Anyhow, a beam of light filled the row and crossed the aisle over to where I was sitting and spilled into my peripheral vision. I looked up from the book I was reading and honestly, I was a little annoyed. But I noticed something that I hadn't noticed in a while. This guy who so carelessly interrupted my paragraph with his need to stare into the heavens and presumably take a picture of the clouds and sun didn't realize, but in the moment, he became a stage for a thousand little dust particles dancing in the sunbeam spotlight that he created. You've seen this before. You're in a room or a coffee shop. You're in the back seat of a car when suddenly the clouds outside the window shift and sunlight breaks into the space. And somehow these little things that weren't there are now everywhere. Invisible little specks are now visible and they're gliding and colliding throughout the emptiness. I remember seeing this as a kid and being blown away. What is this stuff? I remember thinking. And why don't I see it all the time? I didn't see it as dust. It was more like discovering this hidden world overlapping my normal everyday world. But like most things, after time, the magic wore off. You know, you're introduced to fun new words like germs and airborne illness. And when you get those, it suddenly has this way of sucking all the fun out of the room. And so the next time you see it, you think stuff like, Maybe I should vacuum more often. But for whatever reason, I don't know if it was the headspace I was in, the book I was reading on the plane the other day, I found myself right back in the wonder of it all. I stared across the aisle at the flickering specks for a long time because you don't see that stuff every day. Literally. Like I was ready to be home. I was thinking about family and deadlines and schedules. I was thinking about being in a narrow tube with wings and zero leg room, breathing recycled air, (laughs) being crammed, knees to my chin, because there is no love for tall people on airplanes. But for a little while, I was there, on the plane, in the moment. Seatbelt securely fastened. The writer behind the website wateroverfire.com, who simply goes by Tony, describes these temporary dust sightings this way. This is your whole life, right here, right now, contained and elevated in the ephemeral ray of light pouring in. And you tell yourself, This is the dust of me, the dust around me, what I breathe in, what I breathe out. 
The dust is filled with thoughts, memories, mine, yours. Dust from old books, dust of letters I've opened, of papers torn. Dust from my son's drawings, dust from cars as their tires leave behind moments of journeys that float through my window into the beam. Dust of a tissue from my mother's purse, dust of my cats here and then not here, alive in an eternal way, I suppose, luminous in this narrow beam. Tears evaporate and find their way into the shining zigzag motion. Cherish what you have and what you've lost. Look for it all shimmering and tumbling as dust particles in a shaft of light. So there it is. Leave it to humans to find poetry in a dust-filled beam of light. We could pause and talk about the science involved, what the dust particles consist of, why they're moving, what the motion entails, and why we can only see them in certain kinds of light. We could do that, and actually there is some interest to that conversation. But there's more, of course, because we give meaning, we speak meaning into existence. That's what we do. We're storytellers. And when it comes to our lives, the truth is we rarely see our lives, even in well-lit rooms. All these details dancing and swirling around. All the words said, unsaid, these words that make and break our relationships. All the forgotten dreams, all our fears. The static-charged ideas for projects, nearly invisible reasons to laugh or cry. But we miss this stuff most of the time because it actually requires something specific to be seen. Concentrated light or an intense focused beam. When we think of these dust particles in a room, you can be in a very well-lit room, all the lights on and not see any of it. It's only when the window's there and that concentrated sunlight shows up that you can actually see what's there, invisible to the naked eye. For our purposes in this metaphor for our own lives, we could say it's awareness. Awareness is that concentrated light. It's that intense focused beam. Some things can only be found in our lives with the intentional gaze of our attention. Let me give you a few examples. Consider our conversations. Most of the things people say can't actually be found in the words that leave their lips. They're floating in the subtext. They're hidden in the pauses or the deep sighs and nervous giggles. Sometimes the real statements people make are inaudible, but we miss it because we're busy thinking about our counter arguments or our clever follow-up statements. Worse than that, most often we're not even in the actual conversation. It's basically a monologue that we interrupt with, uh-huh, or oh, that's crazy. Because our minds are in another building. We're somewhere else. We're having a conversation with ourselves. We're not even there. It's only when we actually offer the other person the gift of our concentrated attention that the particles become truly visible. Or consider this. Consider our moods or our feelings. Have you ever had a millisecond of boredom creep up on you and it led you to pick up your phone and scroll social media or something? 
You know, like you're at a stoplight or at work or on the toilet or in the middle of a phone conversation with someone who actually thinks you're listening and you're bored. You ever looked up from the social media binge you found yourself in and actually feel mildly depressed? You know, it's like that feeling you get when you eat an entire pizza by yourself. It sounded like a great idea at the time. Turns out, bad news. So why do we feel that? Why do we feel this compulsion to check and scroll and then after mindlessly scrolling for an hour or ten, we feel worse than when we started? There are several possible reasons for that, several more conversations to be had, but one of them is almost certainly this. The invisible particles we've been inhaling the entire time without knowing it. We scroll past a picture of someone living their best life and it kicks up the dust of what-ifs that have been settling around our subconscious for a while. You know, if only I had chosen a better school. I, I should have taken that career path. Or, and it must be nice to be so thin. If my partner was like that, dot, dot, dot. It's because we're inhaling the dust of things that we secretly wish we had or we didn't have. And often without even realizing this. So we walk away from this experience and we're feeling worse than we did when we started and we can't actually see the problem. There's an old saying that goes like this. Sunlight is the best disinfectant. So in the context of our moods, in the context of our feelings about ourselves and about others, without the cleansing light of awareness, it's almost impossible to see the destructive thought patterns that we get in that create these moods and create these feelings. Now, there's a lot more layers to this and some of us deal with depression on a different level and I'm not talking about that. I'm not a mental health professional, but I've experienced enough of this in my own life and the life of those close to me to know the truth here. Ultimately, I think we're talking about perspective. You know, we so often take things at face value. We pride ourselves on calling it like we see it, but did, did we see it? What about the stuff we missed? What about the elements swirling just out of our view? What about the things that we couldn't even possibly consider because we weren't aware of their existence or because we've forgotten? This is your whole life, the writer said. Right here, right now, contained and elevated in the ephemeral ray of light pouring in. So, the challenge stands. Cherish what you have and what you have lost. Look for it all, shimmering and tumbling as dust particles in a shaft of light. We can choose to shine the light of our conscious awareness whenever we want. As ridiculous as it might sound, we actually can rediscover the magic of discovering that hidden world that overlaps our normal everyday existence. And if we get over ourselves for a minute, we can actually reclaim that childlike question. What is this stuff? And why don't I see it all the time? Okay, so if you like what you just heard, feel free to tell someone about it. Subscribe to this podcast, share it, and listen... If you're feeling extra generous, leave an honest five-star review 
on iTunes. Until next time.